to the back porch conjure. I am E5 Bayo. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, pillow, a blanket. Hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold, a drink, some water, some tea, some coffee, some juice. Shit, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Now, before I get into my topic, just know that you still have time to book this New Year's reading. Don't step into January. 2024 and not know what to expect. You know, my, my godmother used to always say, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I'd rather have solutions before I have problems. And if there's anything that I can do to make my year profitable, blessed, you know, prosperous, um, protected, why wouldn't I want that? You know? So, book your reading from January to June. That's how long the reading is. We go through each month. January, what to expect. How, whatever's coming. How to, and you get different spells, different works, different things to make your family and you, your loved ones, whatever it is, to have a blessed 2024. You got February, then March, then April, then May, till June. Six months. That you have a wealth of knowledge. And people normally, when they get to reading, they go back and they go, oh, wow, nah, she told me this. And, you know, so just saying you can book it. You can book it. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Whoo, TikTok. Threads, X, always find me. Oh, you can just post it here. And also on my Patreon, you know, December 31st will be the last time I turn the card over. I won't be advertising, hey, book a reading with me. I won't be doing that. Because when you've done something for so long, it's time for you to grow and evolve. Now, no, I'm not walking away from spirituality. But cards have. Card, my cards and reading cards have brought me in places, man, that I would have never thought I went. Traveled. I have been around the world. Everything. All because of reading cards. So when you get invited in the room, you evolve. I didn't go in the room worrying about who was sleeping with who and who was talking about who and who did what. No, I sat with people. 
I communicated. I listened. I watched. I was willing to be mentored. So that room now became the stairway for my growth. So I'm very grateful. And it's it's beautiful. I, You know, I love my cards. Now, I can be on Patreon and I can teach. I can teach how to divine. 29 years? Yeah, I would want to learn from someone that got 29 years under their belt. They saw some things. So, to make baths, to divine, to know about crystals, all of that. See, I don't need to advertise. I just say, hey, join my Patreon. And I do it there. And when you know, when you join my Patreon, you get every month a reading. You get to know what your week is going to be like. You get to know the energy that is surrounding you for the week. You get a free monthly reading. You get backstage or backpacks, passes. You get to see a lot of things that people are not privileged of seeing. You get to have real conversations. And you have access to me, unlimited access. So, I love my Patreon. I do. I'm grateful that I joined it. I'm grateful that I'm building, you know, a village. I don't need to say, hey, join me on this website. No, just come on over to Patreon. Find a tier that fits you, and let's rock and roll. That's it. That's all. It's nothing, you know, and no one is not judged. Oh, but I've been spiritual for all my life. That's okay. Listen. When you learn how to divine the right way and, you know, do the steps on preparing your tarot cards or your divination tools, man, that reading is even more. It hit different. When you learn how to set up an altar and the do's and don'ts on what to do, because there's levels to it, that connection is, is built now better. Dream interpretation, numerology. You know how I many people, oh my God, I had this dream and I don't know. Now, you can add that to your menu of a list of things you're doing. You know? In this day and age, everybody's a tarot reader. Everybody and their mother. Oh, I read tarot, I read tarot. Okay. All right. <laughs> I teach people how to divine. What happens if you leave your cards at home? You're not spiritual no more? And I've seen, I've witnessed people when somebody go, oh my God, you know, can you read me? Oh, I don't have my cards. And I look at them and be like, so you're not spiritual? Oh, because I don't, I don't know. See, I teach you how to divine. Divination. Where you can use a glass of water, some screws, pennies, soul readings. You can use whatever you have in front of you to divine. And sometimes you don't need nothing. Sometimes you can just stand next to the person. And I remember my friend, Rachel, the one that taught me. She said, a true diviner, all of those are tools. They're just crutches. But when your leg is healed and you know how to walk, you don't need the crutches no more. And I was like, wow. Because I remember one time I was doing a reading. I left my cards in my shop. I had a screwdriver, some pennies. A bean. I had a whole bunch of stuff. And I read through that. And I was spot on. And this lady was like, you are really a diviner. 
And I was like, yeah, well, that's what they say. But I sat with elders. I sat with people that had years under their belt. And the first thing they taught me was throw the book away. You know, a little book that come with your cards. I threw mine away. And then after a while, I couldn't read the tarot cards. So I created my own deck. And I read that. I don't read tarot cards through Arisha or anything like that. No. There's that own divining system for that. So remember that. But you learn this when you come and join the Patreon. So feel free. E5 Bayo on Patreon, Oshun's Village. Definitely. But anyway, let me tell y'all, right? We live this life. And we have a month, not even a full month. Before 2024 hit, uh, just hit it. 2023 rolled by like she was in the Nissan Maximum. She was not playing. I always said, I want to see how we come out at the end. Everyone has changed. Everyone. No one is the same. We all changed. We all learned lessons. We all got chastised. We all were emotional, you know. They pull back, let you know who was in your corner and who wasn't. Let you know about yourself. 2024 is going to be epic. And technically, it's all about how you see it. I can tell you 2024 is going to be A, B, and C. And it may be partially true, real talk. But it's still up to you because you have free will. You know? I can tell you not walk down the street. Hey, it's a hole in the ground. You walk and fall in the hole. Was I wrong? No. Did you listen? No. Did you fall? Yeah. Do you deal with the consequences? You ain't got no choice. <laughs> you fell in the hole. But what you can't say is you weren't warned. You weren't told that there's a hole at the end of the street. You know, most people, they don't care about the message. They look at the messenger. Oh, I don't like her. Mm -mm. My friend don't like her. So they don't pay attention to the message. And when they fall in the hole, then they're ready to blame everybody. You know, everybody got that go-to, oh, they working roots on me. Somebody working on me. Accountability definitely were forced in 2023 because people didn't want to take it. They'd rather point the finger at nine other people when they get caught well y'all got caught but what about me you know the young dude fat boy right he's a content creator he um they see you know they showed the video of him arguing with his baby mom and pushing her and taking her phone you on camera it's showing this video all over the place you know what he got on and said yeah but when blue face do it so i already knew 2023 was more about I'm caught red-handed. You know, I, I went into the candy jar, the cookie jar, and you see I got the cookies in my hand. You turned on the light, and you see me. Guess what? While I'm eating the cookies, I'm like, well, you know, yesterday such and such was in here getting the cookies. Now I'm going to just implement everybody. But you stole the cookies. You're talking about right now. Well, last year they stole the cookies. Well, they got caught too. Now, no one can have cookies. Man, that's so bad. Racism. 
Racism? You stole cookies. Shut up. Cancel it. Cancel cookies. They had a culprit. <laughs> you know, this year they blamed, well, it's been like that for four years, but they've always blamed the victim, not the person that did it. The victim and the one that blew the whistle. That's why I always say martyrs and people that, you know, everybody want to be a healer. Everybody want to be, you know, the person I'm woke and I, I want to save my people until that fire get under their ass. Then it's, uh, you know, I ain't doing that. Like, no, no, the white man going to keep you down. No. Because the very people that you're standing up for will be the ones that will turn against you. The very people that you're standing up for, that you're making a change, that you are standing there building up roads where there was none, chopping the trees, clearing out the path, putting down the tar and all of that to create a road. The very people that you're creating that road, they sitting there watching you and they will crucify your ass. They might even put you in the tar and smooth over you because that's how we were built. And then we are so comfortable in the circle that we have that we don't want to challenge ourselves and remove ourselves from that circle. People get complacent. People get comfortable. You know, comfortable is not always good. It's not. It makes you lazy. You know, you get comfortable. And it's like, well, why? I know who they are. I don't know those people out there, but that's the beauty of it. That's the challenge. You get to see how other people live and how they no, I, I like I like the people I got around. I already know. But where's the growth? Where's the growth if you're constantly just staying where you're comfortable? I used to live in Staten Island, right? Off of Vesterville. And I would travel every morning from Staten Island to Queens. That was comfortable to stay anywhere around in Queens. And I can get up and walk and be at the job. But it wasn't healthy, right? Every If I stayed in Queens, every day they was drinking, fighting. Somebody was always fighting. They was drinking. I'm talking about in the house where I was staying at. Person to get drunk. Right? And you want your rest. You sleeping on the couch. The person to get drunk and play music all night long because they're drunk. Talking about their dead baby daddy. Or you got to watch your bag because one of the kids will rob you for your money. Or she'll meet someone online and bring them so you don't know if this motherfucker a rapist, a killer, or whatever. So you're not getting no rest. Yeah, it would have been nice to just jump up, take a shower, and run to the avenue and go to work. But I would have to jump in the shower while everybody's asleep. Right? And that's around about, so that means I got to stay up until around about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning when they all get so drunk that they're asleep. 
And then I got to make sure I bring my bag with me because you would think the, the son is sleeping. You in the bathroom and you come back out. This nigga in the kitchen. you like, wow, I didn't know you was up because he was sitting there waiting your ass out so he can clip your ass and take your money or your bank card. For real. So either that or, and this was my choices. I can do that and have her friends come over there and they're constantly. One of her friends was sleeping with my ex-husband. I didn't care, ex-husband. So please know that. She was sleeping with my ex-husband. So, um, yeah, yeah. So she's busy trying to figure out if he's coming around to see me because she's thinking, oh, well, he's supposed to be with me. And she, she'll make up these things like, well, he called me, he texted me. I'd be like, okay, eh? So I had to like explain like, hey, you know, I got married after him. I was in a full marriage. Like I, I moved. I was going for like 20 years. I was living in Atlanta. Like I, I didn't worry about him. He's an individual. He's grown. But she would be around and asking the kids, asking her daughter, did you see him? Did he come around? Did he, did he come up here? Did he like, so that was my choice. Or I can jump on the three trains, right? The E to the one and then the bus to get to Staten Island and the ferry and then the bus. So it would be the E, get off, jump on the one, take it down there, then jump on the ferry and then jump on the bus, the 46, to go to Vesterville. Jump off, walk around the corner and be at peace. Be at peace. No problems. Everybody sleep at night. Kids get up. You know, you ain't got to worry. You can leave your bag down. Nobody's going to bother it. Yeah, like, but to travel. And in the winter, it's not a good thing. But to travel. So I remember when my godfather said, you can challenge yourself and get up every morning and Jump on the ferry and everything to get here on time. Or you can go there and wind up being in jail. Because if you catch him stealing from you, you're going to want to bust him in the head. And, you know, these people are drunk. Now you can't read because you're tired. You fought. Like one time, I was really falling asleep in the reading. While the girl, while I was reading the girl, I was going to sleep. And I was like, yo, I can't do this. So that's why I went out to Staten Island. So comfortable is not always good. Day ones, we... If you don't challenge yourself to grow, those same people are still doing the same thing. Meeting dudes online, bringing them home, getting drunk, smoking, partying. Same thing. Ain't nothing changed. Same thing. And how I know. Oh, you find there. How you know? Because, see, my daughter went around there. And they just assumed I was going to come. Right? I don't even go on that side of town. And that bugged them out. To where they were like, you in New York? I was like, yeah, I'm in the city. And they were like, oh, so you coming through? No. I said, girl, I'll be in Brooklyn. Then the next day, hey, you coming through? No, I'll be in Harlem. Girl, you coming through? Nope, I'm going to the Bronx. And then I wound up back on the other side of Queens. And I got up, got on the Amtrak. Well, got on the Long Island Railroad, got on Amtrak, and came home. And it was so foreign to them. But a side note, 
Now, I have friends that always say, oh, my God, when you come to town, let's meet up. Hey, I always give people ample enough time. Like, you know, I don't spur and be like, hey, we going today. Hey, you know, what's your plans? You know, tomorrow we're going. No. So I stop asking. I stop asking. Because, or this is what I learned over the time I was down there. Why do the people I know, I'm sharing my experience, may not be with you, but I'm sharing mine. Hey, let's meet up. Okay, you know, I'm going to get up, get dressed, coming through. Yeah, all right, so we can go here and there. Oh, but, you know, I got to do these errands I got to do, so I guess you're not going. Uh, Y'all ever familiar with that phrase, one monkey don't stop a show? Uh, Babes, so when she called me, she hit me up. She was like, oh, so I guess you didn't. Girl, I'm on my way to Brooklyn. I'm out. Oh, but I can meet you, girl. We're going to be in the city. We're going to have, we're going to enjoy our life. Like, you do you, babes. We doing something else. It's okay. And it was bugging to them because it's like, you know, people that I know, it's like, oh, well, if such and such don't go, then never mind. We're not going. You're not going. I'm going. I see you. I'll catch you on another. I'm going. <laughs> You're not going to stop my plans, my love. I'm going. And it's amazing on how people think. Like they have control over your life. And then the gaslighting shit. Oh, yeah, I saw your ex-husband. Why? Why? Hello, how you doing? Oh, yeah, I saw your ex. Stop. Why, why, why are we worrying about who you saw? Let me ask you. I live upstate. Do that person live upstate with me? No. Is that person traveling with me? No. Is that person speaking of me? Even if they are. Do you hear me speak of them? No. So why would you call me to tell me that? Oh, but I... No. We're not 15. We're not 12. If the only conversation you can have is to talk about him, guess what? We don't need to have a conversation. Oh, my God, I can't get like you. We, we're not trauma bonding. We, we're not. And guess what? I'm healing. And I'm healed. And I healed that version of me that allowed all that to happen. So, why are we talking about someone that, is he relevant in your life? No, because he's not relevant in mine. So, why are we talking about that? All right, girl, I got to go. You have a good day. And it leaves them shocked. You know, I used to have conversations with people and then run to Facebook and see if they say something. Now, I just, I signs out, for real. I don't know about y'all. Once I post, I sign out. But people want to be, I don't know, like they, they want control or power over people. You know, the same way is, oh, I, I, you know, I know that's going to make you mad when I call you Donna. What's my name? I'm not a character. I'm not in the play. This is my life. You can call me Donna. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Especially if you grew up with me. Oh, because everybody else call you e 5 Bell. That's my name too. That's the name that I got when I went through my initiation. And I wear it proudly. Oh, but, you know, because I, I didn't think nobody knew your name. Why? Am I in the witness protection? Am I hiding from somebody? It's okay. I'm going to answer. It's like, yo, you're, oh, because I thought that would make you mad. Why? Why would it make me mad from you calling me my name? 
And normally, if I know them, know them, I always tell them, I don't know what you're going through, my love. And therapy works. Like, I, I love it. Actively being in therapy. It works. Maybe you should purchase one of my shadow workbooks to deal with whatever you're, you know, not facing. Because I, I'm, why would I get mad? Why would I give you that much power over my life if I have to jump out of character with you? Oh, because before, yeah, two years ago, three years ago, but that's where you see growth. It's, it's okay. No, but not, I don't need to do all that. Let's stop. Oh, because I'm getting you mad. That means you bothered. No, I'm not. I'm looking at you like, wow, you need to grow up. We did that when we were 12. We're all in our 50s now. Aren't you doing something else? Oh, I'm living my best life. Well, do that. Congrats. Listen, over this past few days, right, while I was in the city, you know how you ever meet someone and they just thought they would destroy your life? And everything they did, Egon flipped it and it became a blessing. What they meant was a curse became a blessing. And I learned something very beautiful over the time that I was down there. I don't need to wear armor. I don't need a shield. I don't need a sword. I don't need to light a candle, kill a chicken, sword a pig. I don't need none of that. Prayer works. Faith works. And for you to keep on doing. Because everything that individual thought that it was going to break me or destroy me or make me come out of character, it worked out as a blessing. You know, it was like the cartoon where, you know, they'll be walking and there's a hole and then bow, the tree fall and you get to walk over the tree like Mr. Magoo. You know, he's always, never know if you heard of him. His eyes is closed. He wear the hat. You be like, yo, do we got eyes? And one time he had an episode, he opened his eyes. He's like, wow, Mr. McGuire's. And he'll be walking in traffic and the street um, cop will come and stop the traffic or he'll be walking and you'll think the murderers are coming out to get him and the cops come and before he turned the corner, they're all going and he's walking like they were clearing the path. That, that was me. Anything this woman did works in my favor, no matter what. And I said, wow, we really don't got to match energies. We're changing the atmosphere to where it got to the point. She was, she didn't have no other choice but to change her whole energy, her whole vibe. She had to change it. She had no choice but to change it. While we was all traveling, she had to change it. Then I noticed that everyone, even my daughter, I love her, she came with like a messy disposition. I ain't allowed to get to me. I didn't. Where she had to change the vibe. When you don't entertain people and whatever funk or whatever version of whatever they're going through because it's not yours now if you want to sit and talk the best thing you can ever ask me is hey Ifa Bayo, do you have the space and the time and I'll be like okay it's not even about the time the space do you are you in the headspace to receive what I'm about to load on you now you do that and I'll be like let me check. All right, I'm going to do a mental check. Yeah, okay, girl, I got you. You, you. I got you. Go ahead. Now, if I don't, 
I'm going to be like, yo, nah. And I remember this sister that, you know, she so-called my friend. And she was like, just hit me up. Hey, how you doing? Because I blocked her. I took off all my social media, right? She would, hi, how you doing? And I'd be like, hey, how you doing? And then she would go in. Just tell me about her family. Wait. You didn't ask me if I had the headspace. You didn't ask me if I had the time. You didn't ask me none of that. You just, for me just replying, you start loading all your stuff on me. Hold, hold on. The same way, first of all, uh, you didn't make an appointment, this eventing session. Like, oh, because, you know, we are friends. No, we're not friends like that. You don't know where my headspace is. You don't know what I'm doing. You just came and just start bombarding stuff. Like, pause. We're not doing that. And then when you check someone and you start setting boundaries, you become the villain. Oh, I don't know why she blocked me. I'm not here to, to drag you on social media. I don't care. I tell people, you know, don't worry about who I hang with. Worry about who I avoid. That's it. So who am I avoiding? will tell you a lot. Who no longer have access to me? I had one dude just like, Every time, it would always be something negative, nothing positive. Even if you say, hey, but these are some solutions. And if you take your page off for private and, you know, you will get more readings. And all he did was complain. I was like, yo, some people love playing the victim. So I blocked him. He made me into the villain. Everywhere he went, oh, she's evil. Oh, my God. But guess what he didn't do? He didn't stop complaining and doing the same thing. He's still doing it. And when people are like, oh, my God, all you do is complain. I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Or you can join them in the block party, the block community, with DJ post no comments on the ones and twos. Because it's not. I don't need. You, you have the right to feel how you feel. You have the right to complain. It's your page. It is. You can do a plethora of things on whatever your page is. I'm not here to dictate, tell you what to do, what not to do. Because I don't pay for your cable, your Wi-Fi, your phone. I don't pay for nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with that. What I have control over, of what I allow in my space. And if that is one of the things I don't want in my space, guess what? Block and delete works. I can block you on social media and see you and be like, hey, how you doing? Now, most people be like, oh, my God, why you block me? Why you, why, why are you always depressing? Why are you always doing the crazy? Like, nah, that's okay. We cool. Now, some people take it to heart. Like, you know, you kidnapped their firstborn and held them for ransom or some shit. Like, oh, I don't mess with you. You blocked me. I don't even want to talk to you. Okay, bye. <laughs> some people you have to block in real life. But it's okay. It's like, all right, bye. Oh, I can't believe that, you know. Oh, my God, it's my page. You're right. And I don't have to see it. And I'm cool with it. Some people take me off their page. It's okay. I'm cool with that. Like, bye. I'm not built for everyone. Everyone ain't built for me. And I'm great with that. I do. I sit well with it. I am not here to tell you what you should do or what you shouldn't do. I'm here to share my experience. If it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. But once again, you will have these people that think because they don't participate, you're supposed to go in your room and cry and not do nothing. I know you lying. Or 
they are just constantly want to gaslight you or do things and be around people. You're like, yeah, I don't rock with them. Oh, but I do. I, crowd just be wanting to know what they be saying. Why? We are grown. The only thing we don't have is time. So why are we wasting time on people that don't like us, that don't welcome us at their table, that don't support us, that don't point us, and all they're going to do is be negative? So what that say about you? Like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Bringing up names of people. Yeah, so you, no, I don't, I don't rock with them. Well, you heard, I, I don't even need to hear what they doing. I don't care. Well, they, they grandmother died. Okay. Oh my God. Why am I keeping an update on someone I don't associate with? Why does you, do you think that that's going to bring us closer or make us more friends about gossiping about somebody? And I, I'm not even in their life. Are you helping them? You know, are you helping them? Are you, are you inspiring? Are you lifting? Are you sharing their business in hopes that someone will say, hey, I'm, you know, proficient in that. Let me reach out. I can help them. No, you're laughing at someone's downfall. Whether they're cool with me or not, I'm looking at you, not them. You are taking your time to laugh at someone that is in distress that is broken, that is hurting. And you're gossiping about it like it's supposed to make us cool? No. And the worst that someone can do is if someone tells you something about their life and five minutes later, they got to read about it on Facebook or social media. That's horrible. And you didn't get my permission? Like, no. I always ask people. Hey, you know, can I post this? Or I'll take your name out and everything. Can I reword it and stuff? And a lot of people, oh my God. And I built my platform like that. But a lot of people, I would post things and questions about people that, you know, they ask me. And, you know, they used to always say, don't tell. Please don't put my name up because, you know, people are going to dog me out. And that's sad. But I, I, I understand you have to get there, right? Because everybody is not there. And over this weekend while I was down there, to lay down your armor and to be you, your authentic self, just to be you, it's not for everybody yet. You got to really be in a place to be vulnerable, to be transparent, to be you. Without validation from people, without people, while people are watching. And, you know, when you do that, let me be honest. It opens you up for people's opinions, to scrutinize you, to go against you, to gossip about you, because not everybody is in the place of healing. And some people, when you are honest about yourself, they try to use it and make it ugly or to try to make you feel bad or guilty or make it into a mockery, right? And... Or they, they'll do the quick fix. I met this girl, right? And I was like, yo, you know, I got to lose weight and all that. Well, I'm happy being big. And I'm like, but it's not healthy, you know? Like, I said, I can't speak for you. I can only speak for me. But their quick fix was, oh, if I get a partner, then that just shows I'm, I'm, 
I'm worth somebody. Well, I never said you were ugly. <laughs> like, I never said you were ugly. I said, for me, I'm big and I have to lose weight. You came back with, oh, I like my size. If you're comfortable, but yet and still, we've had conversations where, oh, my God, I was walking up the steps. I had to stop because I was out of breath. You know, it's harder for me to get out of bed. So it's unhealthy for you, too. Wow. But instead of correcting the problem, let me get a quick fix and go and date somebody. <laughs> let me say that again. Instead of correcting the problem, I'm going to get a quick fix and go and date someone. Because now I'm going to show the world I got somebody. But nobody never called you ugly. Nobody, we didn't, how, how is health coincide with relationship? You know? So to be vulnerable. To, I remember someone asked me, and it was like, you know, I don't know how you can um, be single. I can't do that. I said, we not the same. I sit in a restaurant and eat by myself. I take myself out on dates. Oh, my God. With people looking at you? Yeah. And? Oh, girl, I could never do that. Why? You don't like your own company? I love my own company. No, girl, I can't do that. I need somebody. Girl, why are you running from you? And I move on because I don't even want to sit there. That's above my pay rate. I don't even want to sit there and wait for a reply. For real. You complain about not having no one in your life, but then when the people do come, you complain because you want them out. So then why don't you just stay by yourself, heal, and grow from there? No, I can't. I can't. I can't be by myself. I got to have a man. I got to have a partner. I got to have somebody with me. I said, oh, okay. No. We're not the same. And I move on. I'm not here to judge them. I'm not here to dog no one out at all. But I want you to understand it is not embarrassing. It's not a bad thing to be you, to be your authentic self, to be vulnerable, to put down the shield and sword and the armor and just be you. Just be you. It was just me for those couple of days down in New York. Just me. It wasn't no, oh my God, I got a lighter candle to protect me from this one or this one is out. Just me enjoying, enjoying a train ride, enjoying the scenery, enjoying the food. I done fell in love with the gingerbread latte. That's so good to me. Sitting down having a latte, I mean a chai, gingerbread chai, because I don't drink coffee. So gingerbread chai, sitting down, watching, going the tree and really taking it in, looking at the Christmas displays, just watching the world, but still being involved in it, having conversations with a stranger. Today, that stranger is your friend. We forget the simple things because we're always in survival mode. And I need to survive. And I need to protect myself and my family because my enemies. Child. I was in living mode. And when I tell you it's beautiful, it's like a mecca to be in that living mode. I don't need to survive. I, I'm survived already. I made it out. Now, when do we start living 
And over these days, it was beautiful just to live, to get up, get on the bus, get on the train, get on the Long Island Railroad, talk to people, have some breakfast, just relaxing. Without you have to look over your shoulder like you a drug dealer. To have conversations with friends. Not about people, just about life and updating the things that you're grateful for. Saying, hey, you know, I have to do this this thing right here. Can you, you know, can you or if you have the time or, you know, someone else just talking and not putting it on social media. Do you know the best conversations, the best things I've done? You know when you have, I would say this, you know when you're having a good time when no one reaches for their phone. And I've been in places like that for the whole 2023. Been in places and conversations and meeting people. And not once did we pick up our phones. Epic. So I knew if anything that I learned in 2023, I learned that I am no longer in survival. I'm living. It's sad that it took me this long. But I take it. I don't have no regrets. When you get out of the survival mode and just say, hey, you know what? I don't even care if I got a war. I'm putting my shield up. I'm going to put my sword in. It's case. It's sheep. I'm going to take this armor off and let my body breathe. And any candle I light is... For me to have a clear head, a cool mind, and just a sense of peace. You know how good it is to be around in the house where the dishes are done, the floors are mopped, everything is in its place. Let me tell you right now, right? I'm sitting in my kitchen. The ceiling fan is going. The light is on dim. The candle to egg on because this Monday is lit. And I'm just sitting here doing this podcast. My house is clean. And he's, every morning I get up, I pray, and I make my bed. Once again, I pray, and I make my bed. Right? I've been doing that now for the past three years. I come out. If I have some errands to do or whatever, but I'm going to make my bed. That's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. Before I do anything, I'm going to pray. So... House is clean, real talk, floors are mopped, altars are redone, every water is refreshed, candles are lit, and I'm sitting here in my kitchen talking, having my podcast, and grateful, smell good. Every time I open the door, the neighbor go, damn, your house smells so good. I'd be like, thank you. Closets were done in October in September, the only closet left, it's not even closet, it's a drawer, is for my magical stuff to go through inventory and see what I need and what I don't need. Yeah. Bathroom was redone, you know. Clothes were thrown away. Curtains have been re 
uh, redone. The winter curtains are up, vacuumed. Saints are from one room. I already put them in a new room and put them in the front. Candle is lit to them. So, and it's lit to say, hey, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for giving me safe travel and mercy, for making sure I learned a lesson, and to just make sure y'all have light so my road will never be dark. Not, oh, get my enemies and my unknown enemies. Why? I'm not in survival mode. I'm already here. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Take each day and find something beautiful in it. Jump up, jump in the shower. Even if you got to sit on the couch and just be grateful. Read a book. Watch a show that's uplifting. Go for a walk. Open up the window. Let some air in. Clean off your altars. Appreciate you and live in the moment. Live in the moment. We tend to forget that to where we don't live in the moment. We're so busy worrying and so busy attached to our phones and social media. And we just trying to find the next big thing and who's going viral and who's dating this. That we miss the moment. I saw some kids where they enjoyed each other's company. For real, it was cold, but they enjoyed each other's company. And they was just talking about class and school and, you know, what they did today. And, you know, they didn't talk about people. And they enjoyed the moment. And then they all dispersed and went home. And they asked, well, what are you going to do? Like, man, I'm get home, jump in the shower, make me something to eat, watch some shows, and then go to sleep. I was like, well, ain't y'all going to get on Facebook and stuff? They was like, yo, man, we don't do that every day. <laughs> we don't. Like, unless someone is saying, hey, such and such is on there, or hey, you know, you can catch this show, or they're showing in on somebody's page, or somebody you know is live. Other than that. And they, yo... These kids, these new generation, they are outside for real. For real, for real. Like, they outside. And they will walk, run to your coffee shop or, you know, to a Dunkin' Donuts, God forbid, or to a Starbucks or to whatever coffee house or whatever place. And they chill and enjoy each other. I'm like, yo, we got it wrong. I was on the bus. Real talk. I was on the bus, right? Going to Empire in Brooklyn. And there's a bunch of kids on there. Now you have the adult, right? Now you have kids. Some kids are very respectful. These Brooklyn kids on this bus was very respectful. If an older person came, they got up, they went in the back, and they gave the older person a seat. I said, wow, you know, that's cool. You know who was arguing and fighting on the bus? It wasn't the kids. It was the adults. This dude was sitting there. I guess maybe he had a rough day getting off of work. And this lady came. She had her bags with her, her, her shopping bags. And she sat next to him. And he's mad. Like, oh, move your bag. Like, oh. And he, me, personally, I'd have been like, yo, here, you hold some and I hold some. I want to lighten your load. But I also want a comfortable ride, right? But he didn't do that. 
He's kicking her bag. And then he's like, yeah, this bitch with all her bags. First of all, bruh, this somebody, mother, sister, aunt, cousin, niece, grandma. Like, this is a woman. And he's like, oh, it looked like everything in the bag is stolen. And she's arguing with him. You would think the young people would pull out their phones and video it or whatever. Yo, they just turned their backs. It was the older people that was putting out their phones, videoing and going live. While this woman argued. Nobody didn't say, hey, bro, you know, that's a woman. Like, ma'am, here, sit here with your bags. Nobody didn't say nothing. Other women were laughing. For real. Like, no one said nothing. And I was talking to a young person and I was like, yo, you know, I was so amazed and, you know, like really heartening because, you know, they always say it's the young people, but it's the older ones. I was like, you know, and all this and we was talking and they were like, and they're, you know, they always want us to lead by example. And I was like, yo, out of the mouths of babes. I can't say that all young people are confused and they're doing stuff. Like, I can't say all older people have it all together and have it figured out. No. Age does not make you wiser, smarter. Doesn't make you dumb. I know young people that are phenomenal. I know young people are batshit crazy. I know older people that's phenomenal. I know some older people you'd be like, when you gonna grow up? It's them, their character, how they carry themselves. How have you grown? Have you challenged yourself? But you have so many people that I've seen, you know, as I came down to where a lot of people were like, yo, I don't, I didn't want to continue living my life with just hanging around people and gossiping about people and fucking with people and bullying people. And Yo, just sitting on a keyboard looking at other people live their life while I'm home and depressed. Because that shit can be depressing. I'm sitting here watching my homegirls and everybody travel and do all of that. And I'm sitting in the house. Well, what's my excuse? You can't save money. Now, no, do I compare myself with the majority of the people? No, because half of them are scammers. And I, you'll never win with a scam. I'm going to tell you that now. Don't I, I, And I don't compete with no one. When I'm ready to go somewhere, I go. If I want to go and do something, I will. But I've also learned also that I don't need to waste a whole beautiful day just on social media when there's a beautiful world outside. Now, yeah, it's cold and all of that. But you still can go out there and get some air. Dress warm. Dress in layers. Go and enjoy it. Go have a cup of tea with someone, some hot chocolate. Go on a sleigh ride. Go and do something that you've always wanted to do. And the first thing you say is, I never had the money or the time. Now you have both. Go do it. I remember when I was, you know, starting out reading cards and I would go everywhere. I'd be in South Carolina, Atlanta. I'd be everywhere. And people used to be like, oh my God, why you... Go in places. Won't you sit down? And I was like, why? It's a world out there to see and people to meet. That's why everybody thought my crime was either a Chelsea or a Legua. Because I would be going. I'd be, you know, in the wing. And they were like, oh, my God. Like, you need to sit down. And I was like, for what? I can sit down when I'm older. Don't you want to see the world? Don't you? No, I'm comfortable. And some people are. They're comfortable in their, in their life. 
That's cool. But they're comfortable out of fear because they allow someone else to pour their fear into them. Like, for real. Do you know Rockefeller Center, going to see the tree, going to see the display, all of that. Oh, a friend of mine was like, oh, if you go, you can get killed. Girl, you can get killed walking out your door. If it's your time, it's your time. I was like, what? No, and what about COVID? Girl, listen, we, we drank from water hose and the fire hydrant. And we ain't got, if we ain't died from that, we ain't dying. We good. <laughs> it was, I mean, every excuse they would give. So then afterwards, my son, because there's this guy, he's out there, he takes pictures. No, he don't want no money. He's a photographer. I guess he's trying to get credit in school. He just take pictures of random people and put it on his page so people can see. So he took a picture of me and my son and all of us. And so my son posted it. And it was, oh, my God, I should have went with you the next time. I was like, I won't be asking you. And I won't. I will not. I'm not going to ask you because every time I ask you, you give me an excuse. And then when you see the pictures of what we had did or the fun we had or, you know, my son posted. I didn't post. And, you know, oh, I didn't post when I was in Harlem. I didn't post when I was in Brooklyn. I didn't post when I was in the Bronx. I posted when I was over on Rockefeller Center. But... When they saw it, it was like, oh, wow, you know, I should have went next time I go. Oh, my God, I really missed out. Why you just didn't go? Because you allowed other people to pour their fear in you. It's going to be 2024, a whole year. How are you going to live this year? Are you going to survive continuously or are you going to learn to live? You're going to put your armor down, put your sword up. Put your shield up. I ain't say pack it away. Just put it up. You don't need it right now. Are you going to constantly look over your shoulder like you're a drug dealer or for power or something? Are you ghosts? Are you caning or something? Yeah, I've been watching it. So, are you are you doing that? Well, I got to constantly light a coin. Oh, this person is working me. Somebody's working me. No. No. Are you, are you going to live? Have faith in who's with you and who walks with you with your ego and your reach, your, your deities, whoever that walk with you. Are you going to believe that they protect you? They're going to make sure you're good. And being an adult, holding yourself accountable. You know, if you don't go to work, how you think you're going to get a paycheck? That's not nobody working on you. That's you being irresponsible. If you know you're going to sit around people while they're gossiping, and then one of them go back and tell the very people you gossip about, and they come and check your ass. That, that's nobody working you. That's your ass being immature. And you deserve that. If you are constantly throwing your man or your partner's clothes out and constantly stalking whatever girl or they cheating or whatever, and they continue to dog you out, that ain't nobody working. That's you making some bad decisions. And you need to learn to love yourself. Real talk. 2024 should be about living, not surviving. Living. Living your life in all its entirety. Living. Enjoying a good cup of tea. Enjoying the scenery. Going on walks. Connecting with nature. Not sitting behind a keyboard. Making yourself even more depressed or sad. 
Oh, my God. Listen, I love y'all. Stay tuned because there's so much to do in this world. And I want you to be able to enjoy it. Because life is worth living. Take off the armor. Put this sword up. Put the shield up. Put on a beautiful outfit. Beat that face. And go and live. Go on date. Oh, I don't have a partner. Then take yourself out on a date. When the last time you did that? When the last time you did something beautiful for you? For you. Treat yourself. Go get a massage. Go get your feet done. Your hands done. Oh, it's winter still. Go. Do something for you. And know that if your day is messed up, don't go around messing up nobody else's. Stay in bed. But say a prayer. Pray for healing. Stop gaslighting people. Stop getting allowed to be gaslighted. Just live your life. 2024 should be about living, not surviving. Just living. Enjoying these precious moments. And when you know that you are at that place of living, you can have conversations and be around people and nobody will reach for their phone. People will be into each other. We will be attentive, listening, comprehending. Everybody will be on one accord. It is beautiful to be a part of it. Trust me, when you do, you are always yearn for it. You are always appreciated. My greatest things, even this past few days, no one picked up a phone. I love y'all.